Oh, hello. I'm Angel Lamarck, and welcome to Speaking Of. This season's topic is love, and comedian, writer, and arguably one of Canberra's most beloved residents, Chris Ryan, takes us on a trip down memory lane. Feral Cat's complimentary, of course. Enjoy, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and follow little old me on social media at AJ Lamarck. I've been wrong about love many times, for ages. I used to think love was something that made you feel good, like a bag of salt and vinegar chips that you could consume and discard quickly, offering very little nutritional and lasting value, you know, certainly with no consideration for how the chips felt. When I was four, I thought I loved a mangy cat that my parents tolerated enough to let me keep, but not enough to have it de-sexed. I named the cat Pussy, and it kept having kittens and trying to kill them. I know now how disturbing that sounds, but at the time, my family acted like it was perfectly normal for me to just carry around a litter of kittens in a metal bowl and force them to have tea parties with me in my treehouse. I vividly remember singing Lionel Richie's You're Once, Twice, Three Times a Lady whilst holding my cat down because presumably it didn't like my singing. And I sang it with tears in my eyes because I remember thinking that song was written so specifically for me to sing to my disturbed, reluctant cat. Honestly, it's a miracle I'm not in prison. To this day, my brother imitates my obsessive cat patting by patting his own head ferociously until it looks painful, making the point that it was weird and so, so was I. I'm a parent now and I look back at all that and I wonder what were my parents thinking, you know? It was the 70s and we were living in India. Animal welfare was not at the top of the agenda. For sacred cows, maybe, but for semi-feral cats, no. I shouldn't have been allowed to play house with cats. And pussy should have been dissexed, if not before, certainly after the first litter of kittens. Come to think of it, the word litter to describe the birth of kittens seems inherently disrespectful, if not apt. I mean, considering how people, including me, treated them. Someone also should have prevented me from giving that cat such a lewd yet also unimaginative name. In high school, if I fell in love with a boy, it was because he was cute and funny or tough and aloof, but in all instances he paid me no attention whatsoever. My feelings would last between like two minutes and two weeks, unless he made the mistake of liking me back, in which case it was over instantly. It was such a proven phenomenon that I um, coined the phrase the R syndrome to explain it. R being the exact moment when I realise that he likes me back and I have to metaphorically scream and flee. For me, love from the age of 14 to 22 was really just attraction built on the foundation of being completely ignored. Never in a million years did I think that when I met the father of my children, he'd be wearing wraparound reflective sunglasses. I had to interview him as a journalist at a community newspaper. He was designing a cycle way. And um, when I had to take his photo, I said, I'm gonna have to get you to take off those sunglasses. And he did. I ran into him at a party the following weekend and he didn't remember who I was, which was infuriating, but also kind of hot. He later told me that he thought I was the wife of a local doctor because in the small town of about 3,000 people, I had a decent haircut 
and clean jeans. He would go on to become the singularly most infuriating and challenging person I've ever met. His self-assured calm, uh, intellect and independence, immovable against the tsunami of my rage, impatience and hunger for attention. Love, as I've come to understand it after 23 years, doesn't always feel good. It's not um, someone who agrees with you or wants to watch the same movie or eat the same food. It's not holding someone down and forcing them to listen to you sing Lionel Richie, unless they've agreed in advance and you've got a safe word. Love is more like steamed greens or holding a job down that you hate or making a pot of tea when it's not your turn, all without any rounds of applause. Because love, finally, inevitably, is not about you.